0: And welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. On day four, we explore His Word, your life. Since the 16th century, Lutherans have been asking, what does this mean? While there is so much depth and beauty to the words in their context and setting, God did not just give us a book about scriptural history. He gave us a book that guides, directs, and sustains our life. How can I apply what God is saying here in my life? This week we have listened to chapters 29 through 32 of Genesis. Let's explore how we can apply these chapters to our lives. But first, let us begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, sanctify us through your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Often in Scripture, we are given concrete examples of abstract truth. Jesus does this a lot in the Gospels, in his teaching through parables. He teaches the kingdom of God through a wedding banquet. Faith through a mustard seed. Trust through the birds of the air. In Genesis chapter 32, we receive another of these examples for our life. For Jacob, he experienced both. A physical lesson of literal wrestling. A spiritual lesson on prayer. Holding God to his promises. We learn powerful lessons on prayer in this first book of the Bible in Genesis. We recall back to Abraham praying for Sodom and Gomorrah and for the righteous living in a sinful, corrupt city. What can we learn about prayer from Abraham and Jacob? Here's what Abraham says to you about prayer. Not every prayer should be about you. Prayer is time to ask God for mercy, grace, patience, and blessing for others. For family, friends, and neighbors. For loved ones and strangers. Here's what Jacob says to you about prayer. Learn to be a good wrestler. Hold God to his promises. Abraham tells you to be bold in your prayer to remember the privilege you have in being able to come to God and boldly ask through the grace he gives because of the grace he gives. Jacob tells you to trust that God will keep his word, trust that he will keep his promises, and pray accordingly, confidently. Jacob's wrestling with God is a concrete example of what we are encouraged to do with prayer. To be encouraged to hold God to his promises. To wrap yourself around God's promises. Maybe you ask yourself, what does that look like? That sounds good, but how exactly do I do that? How do I do this in my day-to-day life? There are times when I feel alone. I can pray to God and ask, God, you told me that you will never leave me or forsake me, but you promise you will be with me always. Please help me to see your presence in my life. There are times when I feel discouraged, stressed, and overwhelmed. I can pray to God and say, God, you encourage all who are weary and burdened to come to you, and you will give them rest. Please take this burden from me and help me to lean on your strength. There are times when you face situations in your life that you don't know the answer to or don't know what to do. You can pray to God and say, Lord, I don't know how this is going to turn out, and I don't know what to do. But you promised to work everything out for my eternal good. And whether this is a peak or a valley, help me to have confidence in your guiding hand and to trust that you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The biggest challenge to prayer most often, we don't do it. We forget to turn to God. We get so busy and overwhelmed that we don't do the one thing we need to do. We don't turn to the one who can give us help beyond measure. We are selfish and not like Abraham. We ignore others in the pursuit of self. We forget God's promises and don't hold on to them like Jacob. And so, so, so often, we learn the difficult lesson the hymn writer laments. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. When our sin mistreats the blessing of our audience with the king, when we are absent and astray from God, there's one lesson we need to learn. This isn't a cumulative test. There isn't a barrier in front of God that says, you now need to do X, Y, Z, and then you can regain your access to God. It's an open door. It's an invitation. It's open arms. This is what Jesus has done for you and me. He has opened the kingdom of heaven. He's given us access to the King of Kings. He shows us just how much God longs to bless us and how true his promises are. Your sin has not shut that door. His love has opened it wide. The answer to not praying is simple. Pray. Your king waits to hear from you. Learn from Abraham and Jacob. Be in awe of your access to the King of Kings. Boldly lift your prayers on behalf of others to the throne of grace. Joyfully hold God to his promises with full confidence in his answer. And send prayers of thanks when your promise-keeping God showers you with his grace. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.